Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 126 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for speaking to our hearts through your word. Help us receive the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what's happening in Mark chapter 9. We read about the transfiguration of Jesus again. Peter, James, and John were brought up the mountain to witness this miracle. They were brought with intention by Jesus. He wanted them to experience the miraculous because they would need this experience in the future. They didn't understand it, as we can see by verse 10, where they question and dispute with one another about what rising from among the dead meant. Even though they didn't fully understand what had happened, they were being prepared for the future, their future, being the ones who would spread the gospel of Christ. In the same way, we may not know why we are experiencing certain things. However, the Lord always has a plan. He's always preparing us for the next thing. So let us learn to trust his plan over our own. I love this story about how Jesus healed the boy of the demon that had thrown him around since he was very small. I love it because his father teaches us to pray for help. In verse 24, he says, constantly help my weakness of faith. We too can pray for God to give us an extra measure of faith. Later in the chapter, Jesus tells the disciples and us to cut off whatever is causing us to sin. He talks about cutting off hands, feet, and eyes. While this seems barbaric, the reference means to get rid of those things that are difficult and sometimes painful when we address our sins. Take measures to stop sinning. After all, we want what we want when we want. So we have to starve our wants for the good of our souls. What are we willing to give up in order to really enter the kingdom of heaven? This is an interesting question to meditate on. Well, let's see what the Hebrews writer writes about in chapter 11. Verse 1 says, Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality, faith perceiving as real what is not revealed to the senses. Well, faith is assurance. When things get difficult in our lives, we want to be assured that everything will turn out okay. The Amplified Bible further defines the word assurance to be the confirmation, the title deed. According to businessdictionary.com, a title deed is a legal document executed that evidences the right of ownership to a property. If we think about faith as being a right of ownership, we begin to understand that faith is a gift that is being conveyed to us. It gives us ownership of future events that have been promised to us by God. Of all guarantors, God is the most reliable. His word and his will are always done. Well, there are several examples of Old Testament people's faith given and how God was pleased with them. Verse 6 tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please and be satisfactory to the Lord. And verse 15 gives us a clue about how to stay in faith. The writer had been writing about Abraham and how he left his homeland. Verse 15 says, if they had been thinking with homesick remembrance of that country from which they were emigrants, they would have found constant opportunity to return to it. Our thoughts play a huge part in carrying out our faith. When God says, go, we go, and we don't look back. Doubt is from the enemy, so we need to be careful what we allow our minds to think about because our thoughts play a large part in our actions. The Hebrews author goes on to write about many of the people we've read about in the Old Testament and how they moved forward in faith, even though their circumstances looked grim. He even writes about those who were killed because of their faith. 
None of them experienced this grace, the grace that we experience today. Verse 30 says, because God had us in mind and had something better and greater in view for us so that they, these heroes and heroines of faith, should not come to perfection apart from us before we could join them. Let us be grateful we are here at such a time as this to be vessels of God's glory through the sacrifice of his son. Let's see what's happening in 1 Samuel chapter 19. Things are getting serious with Saul's disdain for David. He gave the orders to have him killed. However, Jonathan stepped in and pleaded for his life, saying he had done nothing to deserve death. For a moment, Saul agreed. But as David was playing the lyre from him, an evil spirit entered him and Saul tried to kill him. David fled and was able to get away, but even his wife told him to flee and go somewhere else. She actually faked his presence and lied to her father about David. In chapter 20, David asks Jonathan what he has done that his father desires his death. Jonathan is determined to find out why. They make a pact and work out a plan to see if it really is Saul's intent to kill him. David has to hide for a few days, and then Jonathan plans to send him a sign about whether to flee or stay by shooting arrows in a particular spot. He determines that his father is intent on killing David, so he sends the message for David to flee. It is a sad parting of these two warriors, but they parted nonetheless. Psalm 126 is another psalm of ascent. They sang this on the seventh step leading up to the temple. The Israelites recounted their captivity and sang about the laughter and singing when they were free. They praised the Lord. Verse 5 says, They who sow in tears shall reap in joy in singing. This is a psalm of hope, even for those who experience sadness and pain, that one day we will all rejoice. Let us rejoice in the Lord today. And let us pray, O oh Lord, thank you for the hope we rely on to strengthen us day by day. Father, increase our faith and trust in you so we do not falter. Help us remain hopeful in you despite our circumstances. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.